This is ContactTalkRadio.com. Consciousness in action. And you are taking action into your consciousness by tuning into Contact Talk Radio. And on TuneIn.com, Hing.fm, and Upsnap Mobile. Contact Talk Radio. Welcome to Carpe Diem with your host, Lisa McDonald. My mama told me when I was young, we're all superstars. Good morning, everybody. Thank you once again for joining me here live on this lovely Friday morning. I am Lisa, the host of your show, Carpe Diem, and I hail from Dundas, Ontario, Canada, and super-duper excited to have my guest today, Cameron Steele. Uh, for those of you who have been following me and are aware of the network, CTR, so the Contact Talk Radio Network, you would know that Cameron Steele is the radio station owner. And in addition to that, he also, with his wife, lovely wife Lucia, who I've had the opportunity and the pleasure of working with uh, behind the scenes, uh, she is also his partner in their own radio show host. So I actually invited Cameron here on my show because I wanted to publicly thank him uh, for this lovely opportunity of having my own show and being connected to the network with uh, phenomenal people. And uh, and just to say how much this has positively transformed my life and opened up all kinds of new doors and uh, has certainly helped on the exposure front with my books. Uh, for those of you who are maybe just tuning in for the first time, I'm an author of children's books, but I'm currently in the process of soon to be switching up my material. So I just want to turn this over to you, Cameron. I want to say hi. Hello, hello, and thank you very much for having me on your show today. <laughs> so how are you today? I'm doing very well. It's a happy, happy day. Wonderful. <laughs> it is a happy day. It is Especially a happy after day. after the story you just uh, talked to me and Barb about before going live. Yeah, so, I know, right? <laughs> so I'm really glad you're here. We don't, we don't have to rehash that for listening on. No, I don't want to bring it back up. It's going to... Bring nightmares to me. I know. But uh, based on that story, I'm really glad that you're here. And yeah, I'm thank you. And the opportunity to connect with you. So well, I yes. guess our, our journey dates back to, uh, I'm not quite sure what month it was, but it was sometime last year, latter part of last year. Yeah. And um, so just to kind of introduce how this all came to be for our listening audience, um, so at the time of my having launched uh, the website uh, to, you know, get more exposure, again, regarding my books and whatnot, uh, I received such a lovely email message from you as a result of you coming across my website mm-hmm. and seeking me out and asking me if I would be interested in hosting my own show, if it's right. something I'd ever contemplated before, to obviously at that point in my life I never had, actually. Mm-hmm. And so that... That brought about us being engaged in conversations about start date and training and all kinds of wonderful things. And uh, and my first show, as you know, I went live February 6th, and here I am now in April. So it's really hard to believe that a year ago today that this would be unfolding for me. So I just want to say 
how grateful I am to you and for believing in me and for seeking me out and for providing me with this wonderful opportunity, which has connected me with so many other fabulous people um, and given me a real good platform to invite some wonderful guests who have been able to delve into their passions and their life stories, which has always fascinated me. I, I, I love hearing other people's stories. And uh, so today I want to talk a little bit more about your story. Well, you know what? Thank you, Lisa. I appreciate it. Lucia and I, you know, together we created this, this station and, and, uh, you know, it's people like you that have made a, a huge difference. And, you know, in fact, I have to say that for you as a host, you're, you're like a model host to me. And I, and I say that from this perspective. You know, I've dealt with a lot of hosts and, you know, don't get me wrong. The hosts we have right now, all, all the hosts on the station, amazing hosts. All of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, but for, from a new host perspective, you know, mm-hmm. you have really taken it and, and run and run with it because, you know, I see your posts, I see what you're doing, you've really committed yourself to doing it. And that's, that's the expectation I have when people host a show with us because I want them to be proactive with us and, and make a, and make it so that their success, they see their success and they're also seeing the, the success of what we're doing for them as well. And, and it makes a big difference to me. Uh, I enjoy doing what I do for you because how, com- because of how committed, you know, it's, it's a saying, it's a thing. If you see someone that's on their path and, and they're really committed and they're passionate about it, you know, if you're a person of service like myself and Lucia, it makes you want to help them mm-hmm. because it's, it's, it, 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 it makes it, it gives a good feeling knowing that you're helping somebody with their passion. You know? Absolutely. So. Well, and and thank you. It's a lovely partnership, and I think the world of you both. And uh, you know, I will forever be grateful to you, and I will always be reminding you of my gratitude. And uh, so, I I want to delve into your story. So, the network has uh, it came to be, and it was founded in two thousand and one. Correct. Right. So, how it uh, you know, I had this vision for a radio station. You know, back in ninety six, ninety seven, before I met Lucia. And, you know, I kind of was, I was hosting a show. I was from, I'm from Winnipeg originally, and I was living in Vancouver after a series of life events led me to Victoria, then Vancouver. And um, I was involved in radio and acting there, and then I met my wife online, and I moved down to the States to for love, and, you know, we've been together now 15 years. But we started off as a show, and, and Lucia and I were doing the show together, and, uh, you know, we had such a great time together and always wanted to have a radio station. But when we found out it was going to be like $6 million a pop to have wow. a decent radio station in every, in every city, we thought, you know, let's do the, let's do the internet because that's mm-hmm. going to be where things are going. So we started the internet before most internet stations are even, you know, there's a lot of internet radio stations now, but we were probably one of the first ones out there on the, and, and doing it the way we're doing it. And it's been awesome. I mean, you know, we've had some good lessons like you do in anything, and we've had some hard lessons like you do in anything. But, mm-hmm. you know, here we are still going 15 years later, and it's just, it's really, it's, 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 uh, it's very rewarding because on one hand, you've got the people like yourself who are getting it and making success. And on the other hand, you've got people that don't. And the ones that don't, don't, and they leave. Mm-hmm. And so it really makes it a, a learning experience to see even in the personal empowerment field how many people do actually walk the walk and talk the talk. And then you see the ones that are just walking the walk but not talking the talk. Right. You know, 
And so I, I, it's been a very eye-opening experience on that level too. Well, I can only imagine. And so since, uh, since the network has been founded, uh, 2001, Mm -hmm. how many hosts would you say, like, I'm sure you track all your stats. How many people would you say that, uh, you've had and welcomed to host their own show? Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. That's a loaded question. (laughs) Uh, wow. You know, I'd probably, Barb's looking at me going, you know, oh my gosh, that's a big question. I know, and I'm thinking about how many we've gone through, and and uh, I think probably at least three, four hundred people hosts over the course of the 15 years, at least I would think. I mean, I wow, yeah. So Barb started back in with us in 2002. Mm-hmm. Not, 2002. She's lovely. 2009. I- okay, all right. 2009. Barb's been with mm-hmm. us since 2009, but she was. We've known Barb since 2002. Okay. So yeah. Uh, so it's been, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, maybe that's a little high. I, three, four hundred, little three, four hundred barb, you think? Oh yeah, for okay. sure. Cause I know when it, when, when I was managing, it was over 200 okay. that came yeah. through and that's starting from 2009. Yeah, I think so. So we've had, we've had our, yeah. we've had some, I and mean, we've had some, some great hosts and we've had some not so great hosts. I admittedly mm-hmm. will say that, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, the great hosts are still here, and the, the ones that aren't so great aren't. Right. <laughs> yeah. I'm just, I kid. If you're listening, if you're an old host and you're listening, I, I, I kid, I kid, I kid. No, but it's true. People have a, a tendency of weeding themselves out, right? You right. For them, they well, need to hear that all by themselves. You know, the the power of intention is 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 really powerful, and so. I found myself getting a little frustrated at times, uh, years back, getting a little frustrated with some of the hosts we had because they weren't really doing anything for themselves and mm-hmm. they were relying on us to do everything for them. And I was, I was feeling a little drained, a little bit, you know, like, oh, God, I don't want to do this because they're not doing it, you know, for themselves. And so I, I really put it out there to spirit and said, um, look, you know, we need to get rid of the hosts. It's coming to a new year. We need to get rid of the hosts that aren't doing their job. Uh, and aren't doing what they're supposed to be doing, even though that, you know, they're clients and everything else. But it's a, it's a, it's a pro, it's, you gotta be proactive together, you know? Absolutely. And so within, within two months and the start of January a few years back, we lost 12 hosts all mm-hmm. at the same time. And we're like, wow, what happened here? <laughs> you know, and of course I, I did it. <laughs> right. You know, and we, but we ended up getting more, of course, and it's been, and, and the ones we have are, the ones we have now are, are awesome. And we've got some great up and comings hosts and, and, uh, you know, it's just, it's, you do have to weed out the ones that aren't doing what they should be doing. And mm-hmm. I say that when I say should as a, as a lack of a better word, I, I expect hosts to do what they do just as they expect us to do what we're supposed to do. Absolutely. You know, and so it's a co-creation together. And if if they're not co-creating together, then, you know, what's the point? Right. You know. Well, I I agree with that wholeheartedly. And and that would speak to anything, I think, in terms of partnership, collaboration, commitment, Mm -hmm. being proactive and following intentions, setting intentions. Yeah. Um, You know, to put a devil's advocate spin on that and to give people the benefit of the doubt, which I know, given who you are, that, you know, you would be mindful of this as well. Yeah, no devil's. um, Yeah. (laughs) Horns. 
But, uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, sometimes what you think something is that you're signing up for isn't necessarily the reality. And mm-hmm. so, you know, people who might be inclined or may be like-minded in such a way that they feel that they have a message in which to impart and to, you know, learn and grow and uh, delve into hearing other people's stories at the invitation of, you know, other people coming on their shows and stuff. It's uh, it's a lot of work, you know, like even if you're doing things unscripted um, and especially if it's not the main thing that is your focus or your priority, right. you know, usually I would, I would suspect, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but people who come onto the show, it's because they've got other major things going on in their life on a creative level, you yeah. know, and, uh, so, you know, sometimes what people think they're signing up for isn't necessarily what they realize and when it starts to come to fruition and, uh, you do have to be committed yeah. and, uh, and, you know, and maybe it's a bit of a blessing in disguise because you know it by them weeding themselves out or realizing okay well at least i i took my chances i put myself out there i said this was something i'm good i was going to embark upon and right. wasn't necessarily maybe what i wanted to do but at least they've now by walking away they've freed up a spot for somebody else who is perhaps more passionate or more aligned with the network and and the vision of of everything so yeah. that's kind of how i look at it well i appreciate uh, that that's and that's a perfect way to look at it yeah, and and so one thing I'm going to read here, and as we all know, I don't really like to read things, but for the sake of getting it accurate, I absolutely love the network's mission statement. So I'm going to read the mission statement for people who aren't familiar with that. Yes. Um, so what you have reflected, which I absolutely love and, and believe in wholeheartedly, uh, so the mission statement for CTR is connecting community with uncommon ideas. We live at a time in human history in which we are seeing in a global way that people are living their lives from a place of fear and scarcity, resulting in a destructive disconnection to humanity. We at the CTR Network have heard and are a response to the public's many cries for connection, direction, and meaning for their lives. Through strategic syndication... Uh, today, the CTR Network is a highly successful radio station that teaches and assists millions of people in making positive and empowering choices for themselves. Love it. Thank you. Absolutely love Those it. Those are all Lucia's words. Really? <laughs> well, you know, Lucia and I, with the vision, when asking about what the vision is, it, it's really, you know, this whole network is about is, is is Lucia and I, and you know what we what we love doing and what we want to do, and when we talk about the vision. You know, we, we Lucia and I have talked about this vision, and we go, yeah, okay. And then so she writes it out. She's the writer in the in in the family here because, uh, you know, my emails are short and sweet. And then when I start getting to write long emails, I'm going, okay, I don't want to write a long email. Let's just have a phone conversation. Right. Let's <laughs> yeah. So Lucia does all the writing, and it's awesome. And uh, but yeah, that's the that that statement really defines what we do because even back then, this now I'll tell you something. This. Vision hasn't changed much from mm-hmm. when we started because we're still in that place of people living in fear. In fact, just yesterday, uh, listening to a radio station, I was listening to some local news, and I heard these guys talking about how, you know, we need to start fearing the terrorists and everything else. I'm like, oh, my God, you know, we've got to stop this <laughs> BS because this is stupid listening to these guys talk, you know, mm-hmm. about what we need to fear. How about mm-hmm. what we need to love instead? Let's look at what Absolutely. we love. You know, Absolutely. I mean, I'm not saying that the that the that the crap's not out there, but mm-hmm. what I'm saying is let's focus on what the good is because mm-hmm. you start focusing more on the good and you're going to start seeing more of the good. That's right. You know, 
So yeah. we start focusing on fear, and that's what we're going to see, more fear, more fear, more fear. And the next thing you know, disaster hits. Mm-hmm. And and you've changed dimensions. Absolutely. <laughs> you know? Well, it's, uh, you know, it, it, it's energetically what you're putting out there. And, mm-hmm. and as I've said, it's not my term to coin, but I use it because it resonates with me. But what you put your attention on grows stronger yeah. in life. Yeah. And so when faced with, you know, the choice of it either resulting in being a positive choice or a negative choice, therefore positive energy or negative energy, yeah. why would you err on the side of negativity? We've got enough of that in the world. Right, right. Well, and our, and our byline is consciousness and action because on a daily basis, consciousness is happening on this planet. And on a daily basis, it, it's, 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 it's all about action. Absolutely. You know, what action are we taking in our lives to make a difference? I mean, you know, I, uh, Lisa, this, this whole thing is really interesting because just the other day I was going through the, I, I made a post about going to the grocery, my local grocery store and how many times do we actually see somebody the same, the same person all the time and we just say, Oh, hi, how's it going? Oh, lovely day today, isn't it? Nice day at work, blah, blah, blah. Maybe it's your grocery store. Maybe it's the book clerk. Maybe it's somebody that you just in passing. But how mm-hmm. many times do we actually stop and go, Hey, listen, you know, I see you every day. I, I'd love to know a little bit more about your life. What do you like to do? Mm-hmm. You know, And all of a sudden you found out that you have something in common with this person that you've been seeing on a daily basis, or maybe not, but you've taken the time and you've made somebody else feel good because you showed interest in them. Mm-hmm. You acknowledge their presence. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Wonderful. So, mm-hmm. And so tell me about yours and Lucia's show. You go live uh, what day of the week? Well, we're on Mondays. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, we've gone through so many transitions with our own show. We, you know, it's been that we used to do interviews all the time uh, with some amazing guests. And uh, um, and then we did Cameron and Lucia live. And it was just, again, it was about having guests on. And, you know, we, we have to look at ourselves, too, as as, as teachers and and being able to present ourselves in a way that, you know, we have learned ourselves a whole lot of stuff about uh, about life and about uh, life's journeys and, and the different the different aspects. So mm-hmm. our show now is called Begin Again. Lovely. Because no matter what you do in your life, you're always beginning again in something, whether it's business, whether it's relationships, whether it's just with yourself, Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, begin again is, it's all about being able to, uh, present to the listeners new ideas on how they can start something fresh or start something new or re, or change something or make a difference in how they're doing it or change their perceptions. You know, I don't want to change perceptions, but allow other people to realize that they can change their own perceptions about who they are and they can begin again starting with some new ones. Absolutely. And we, so we cover different topics all the time. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and who would you say, you know, that springs to mind just on a whim? Who stands out as being one of your most memorable guests and, and why would that be? Uh, you know, most, one of the most memorable guests. Oh my gosh. We've had so many. Um, gosh. I don't know. You know, I think over the years, Richard, yeah, Richard Bartlett's for Lucia. Hey, he's mm-hmm. in, He's with Matrix Energetics. And, uh, you know, the first one that stands out for me the most, uh, and I think it's probably because I'm a marketing guy, too, is mm-hmm. Deepak Chopra. Yes. That stands out for me a him. little bit because, you know, he was one of our first guests. Um, but Richard Bartlett definitely was the was one of the, my favorites, too, because he would come into the studio dressed as Batman. 
I got I got pictures to prove it. Right. I oh, want to see those. Yeah, I need to see those. yeah. And then uh, and then Barb, you know, her favorite guest that we've had on uh, is David Lynch. Mm-hmm. And uh, I look back. Oh, James Stewart, another guy that we had on, yeah. James Stewart uh, from the Eurythmics. Mm-hmm. And we have um, Def Leppard, uh, Rick Allen from Def Leppard, the drummer, the one-armed drummer. Okay. We had him on, I think. Then uh, I think that there's a there's a couple others. I boy, hey, Stewart. Oh, oh, Stewart. Uh, wow, well, yeah, Stewart. Uh, uh, oh God, he's he's passed on since then, unfortunately. But Stewart, Stewart Wild. Uh, one of the, one of the greatest, most funnest shows, uh, you know, because this guy is way out there and it was one of the most funnest shows and, and he would come to Seattle once in a while and he'd take us out to a restaurant and we'd go to this restaurant called the Pink Door, mm-hmm. you know, and, uh, he was, he was fun because he was, he was a very multi-dimensional kind of guy and, uh, it was really, really a lot of fun. Oh, uh, Greg Braden. Greg Braden, uh, I love Greg Braden. You know, mm-hmm. bring him on the show. You ask him three questions, and that's all you need to do. He just takes care of himself. I mean, he's got so much great information. Uh, you know, Greg Braden. If you're not familiar with the God Code and and a few other books, of course. But uh, yeah, those are just a few, just to name a few. And I, you know, we've had some great, just great people that have, that have not got a big name for themselves on the show and. You know, in fact, one of the reasons that I really wanted to do this is because I had organized an event one day in Vancouver with a fellow by the name of Craig Russell, and I saw all these people, and it was just amazing. And and I thought to myself, you know, these people don't have any names at all when it comes to global presence. They're just local, but they're making such a big effect. I mean, one time I you know, was at an event, I was organizing this event, and 250 people were there, and and... Somebody was talking on stage, and it had such an effect on me. It just like blew me out of the water. And uh, I thought, I'm going to create something, a platform for these people to be able to to be able to be heard globally because there's a really great message. Your name doesn't have to be Jack Canfield to have a great message. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And Absolutely. and and so I think that you know people that don't have a huge name or are not well known have a very valuable message to give out. And that's why I really started this was to get people. Uh, uh, people's information out there, just everyday people having some great information. I mean, you know, I mean, who's Lisa McDonald in the world in, in the, in that, and from that perspective? Not well, a, you never heard of me before? Well, of course What's not, right? You? <laughs> in my dreams. It, it was living under a rock. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I don't mean it the way it sounded. I'm sorry. No, I'm but, joking but with the you. thing I, is, I but you get it, you know? I mean, of who course. knew, who knew who I was? I mean, nobody didn't. I mean, I, I was, Kind of just your everyday guy driving a tour bus and organizing right. metaphysical events. I mean, you know, uh, but now I look and I see the names of the people that have been on our station as hosts, and they're huge names now. They've Absolutely. got big names now. They're like, you know, uh, I mean, honestly, when Deepak Chopra was on our station, not a lot of people knew about him. Mm-hmm. You'd be surprised. There was a lot. Well, I'm, I'm still waiting for him to come on my show. I know. We'll get him there. I know. I know. We'll get him there. But, you know, and, and interesting enough, Deepak, he put us on his homepage for six months because he was so loving us. Wow. So it was really awesome. Yeah. But now you look at Deepak Chopra and he's everywhere, you know, 
Uh, so a lot of people that we had on the sh- had on our had on our station, like you know, ten years ago or or eleven years ago, they've got big names now, and it's fantastic because that's what I ex- that's what I expect of people. I expect them to be able to get their name out there and really be a a, a, a force to be reckoned with in in our society and make a difference. Mm-hmm. So well, and I've already had uh, the privilege of having one of your previous hosts, Dove Barron, on my show. Oh, Dove! I mean, Dove was my first coach, and Dove—that's <laughs> another guest that's just awesome because yes. Dove is so much fun to interview, and he's just so real and honest and authentic. Completely, you know. And so I loved having him as a host. He was awesome, and well, and, and he know. was my first coach ever. That's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Truly fantastic. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it just, uh, you know, especially when you start dabbling in the world of Internet radio and, you know, books and, and, and people, it's just when I when I look back on the last year and a half and what's unfolded and how everything's kind of coming full circle and how the world just becomes so much more smaller every mm-hmm. single day for yeah. me specifically. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, you know, I've talked about my, my journey with the passion test. So the passion test, that's where I found Gina, right? Mm-hmm. So because Gina then, have, she lives out in Vancouver, who I've also had had on my show. And she's um, actually going to do a show with us starting soon. I know. I'm yeah. so pumped about yeah. that. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so at her invitation of coming out to see her because she was in Dove Barron's boot camp, uh, that's how I got to meet Dove, although we had befriended each other on Facebook just because I was so closely following her journey with Dove. Then I go out to Vancouver last year. Then I meet up with Dove. Then I get my radio show with you. Then I've got both Gina and Dove on my radio station. And then Pavel, who you know, Pavel yeah. sends me, you know, uh, the recommendation, if I was interested, to have Dr. Love on my show, who was my guest two two weeks ago, maybe. Yeah. So it's, it's, you know, when you think of all the energy that's just circulating and all the wonderful like-minded people who, if they're receptive to it, they do align. It's amazing the transformation in which happens. And you learn from these people all the time. Yeah. And it's such a great platform to have people tell their story and to infuse such enthusiasm and positivity in other people's lives or get them thinking about their own passions and yeah. and maybe they've been sitting on the fence and contemplating the reality of it. You know, is this feasible? Is this something that really isn't just more of a hobby versus something that could be a vocation? And then people just get inspired to go with it. And so I love this network for that reason. And, and the people and the collaborations that are coming out of it for me, like even just having Rob Proust on my show uh, well, I was, last week. And, and now you know, I was I, just going to say to you, you know, because of you, I met I met one of them. One of the, you know, ah, this this phone call yesterday. I'm so excited. <laughs> just I'm I'm kind of like a little kid in the candy store now because you know I grew up honeymoon suite, right? And uh, you know I'd seen them in Winnipeg. You know mm-hmm. Canadian bands. I mean, you know I met Rob yesterday on the phone thanks to you, which was amazing. And, you know, we started talking about all the bands from Canada, like, you know, April Wine Trooper and, and Carol Pope, and we've got, uh, the Headpins and, uh, all the different, and the different faces that have been through these bands and Miles Goodwin of April Wine. And, and it was just a really, you know, BTO, of course. And I shared my yeah. story of how we used to live next door or close by, uh, you know, the guess who, you know, that kind of thing and watch them rehearse their, their music and, and li- listening to him talk, and, and uh, it was just really, really awesome, you know. And the funny thing is, is that I had on my playlist on Pandora, Honeymoon Suite playlist. Wow. I, I've had that forever, and so it was interesting. Anyways, thanks to you, I met Rob. And Rob is actually now, because he was, you know, Spoons as well, but he's also in New York right now, and he's doing Mamma Mia. 
Yes, which you comes know. to an end September 5th. Uh, right. And so yeah. now he's, uh, we've talked and he's contemplating doing a show with us, which Yay! is, which is amazing, you know? So well, thank I, you for that. Well, it's my pleasure. And I'm glad to hear Gina's going to be on too. In and June. Gina's, Gina's so, uh, Gina's so nice. Isn't she? She is so nice. And, yeah. you know, and, and she's so committed to her message and it's just awesome. It you is. Know? And that's what I really expect is people to be, you know, I expect people to be committed to their, to their, to their work and, and to what right. they're wanting to do. And, and really that, that is what makes the difference. Right. Well, I want to just quickly go back. I yeah. don't want to make this about Rob Proust again sure. because he's, he's already had his opportunity on my show and, you know, and I'd love to have him back on again. But just in terms of, you know, highlighting once again the, the vehicle that this has been and creates for people. Um, so as a result of having Gordon Depp on my show, uh, as a guest, uh, which of course was band member to Rob Proust, well, Rob, that all, that all began, you know, I mean, we were already Facebook friends, but in terms of connecting, uh, on a regular basis and getting things started up with correspondence, uh, you know, he just chimed in, you know, sent me a text and just said, you know, wonderful, um, you know, having heard your interview with Gord, fantastic. And, you know, he somehow, not through Gord, and I don't even know how, he doesn't even quite recall, but he came upon my ebook. So, <clears throat> pardon me, he purchased my ebooks. And then because he was so kind and had initiated all of that on his own accord, I thought, you know what? I love people who support other people and it's oh. for no agenda. You know, they don't give to receive. So I thought, I really need to have this gentleman on my show. So when I invited him to my show, got him on my show, <clears throat> and we had a lovely conversation leading up to that the day before. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so I thought, okay, once we've had the show, that would kind of be it. We'd still, you know, be in occasional contact and whatnot. But then after the show ended, shortly after, he extended me on his own initiative uh, the invitation to collaborate with him with one of my books. How great and is that? So I mean, isn't that fantastic? So, I mean, it's just, it's a gift that keeps on giving. It's yeah. the spirit that I love to immerse myself in. I love these people. I love the energy of these people. And all of these wonderful things that, again, and I've said this before on my show, that people might be inclined to deem as coincidence. I don't believe in that. I believe people's paths are meant to align. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and so, again, I just want to thank you and the network because as a result of you know, all the interconnectedness and all the positive energy, wonderful things are now taking off for me. And Rob's just one example of that. And mm-hmm. my ongoing correspondence with Dub Aaron, um, you know, and him being a wonderful person to behind the scenes, you know, pick his brain on certain things and uh, get his honest, authentic input. And uh, and Gina, you know, just to see that her journey is now going to continue to flourish. And I hope mm-hmm. Rob does come on your show because I think he'd be phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, and so I just love all this. I love how this little community works. It, you know, it's interesting because it is a community, and it is a, it. You know, you might not think it's a, a, a big community. It is a big community because we're all, how we're all so interconnected. We're on this. You know, we're on this this consciousness highway. I like how how Richard Bartlett describes our connections with each other. Mm-hmm. You know, there's there's millions of highways of energetic highways going around the globe with people's consciousness in them. And what we do is we vibrate to certain consciousnesses and we tap into that that highway and we're able to grab onto it and hold onto that highway and take us for a little spin and meet people and do things along the way that are going to help us with our journey to get to the next information highway that we need to be on and so on and so on. And we evolve that way. Absolutely. You know, and we evolve to a place of, of you know, uh, of, of being able to reach that 
place of where our passion is and what our path is supposed to supposed to be because necessarily what your path is now is what it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. You know, this is just a path to a path. Yes. And that's what life is. Life is a path to a path mm-hmm. to a path. We were born on a path and mm-hmm. we're going to die on a path. And mm-hmm. then when we die on that path, there's going to be a new path for us to take. I so agree with that. You know, so mm-hmm. we just have to keep our wits about us. And when, you know, it's like walking in the woods, right? Uh, uh, you know, you're going to come across some wildlife and you got to, you know how to deal with it. You know, big grizzly bear standing 10 feet tall in front of you. What are you going to do? Well, I got to figure out a way to get by him because I'm on the path. <laughs> you know, <laughs> we're sharing yeah. the same path. So I got to figure out what I'm going to do. You know, right. so when the fear comes, you've got to deal with it in that in that moment and be able to get through it. And, you know, sometimes you can't get through it and it gets the better of you and, mm-hmm. you know, you make you, you, you fall. And and unfortunately, you know, there are people around us that will pick us up if we allow them to. Mm-hmm. Or if we allow ourselves to want to be picked up. Right. 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 It's all about our own intentions and and uh, and what we're willing and prepared to initiate for ourselves based on our own level of self-worth and self-awareness. Yeah. So um, I, I want to switch this over to uh, a couple of your other passions. So we've talked about, obviously, the inception of the uh, network, which yeah. is fantastic. And I love, you know, and, I, and that's just another testimonial that I absolutely love because, you know, that takes a lot of guts. It takes a lot of courage to envision something. But to, to make it come to fruition, and I, I imagine it probably would be no easy feat to get something like a network up and running. Yeah, it wasn't, and, wasn't easy, but, uh, yeah, you know, we did it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just have to say, because I, I, uh, I'm a multitasker, as you know, and I texted Rob to say, and he's listening to this right now, because I texted him to say that that uh, I was mentioning him in the radio show, and he's like, I'm listening and blushing, happy face. <laughs> yeah. So who knows what I'm going to get We have now. to go out with some Honeymoon Suite next time. I'm going to play Honeymoon Suite on my show next time. Okay, let's do some Broadway hits or That's something. That's it, exactly. Mamma Mia. Yeah, my yes. boss. You know, my wife loves Mamma Mia. We both love, in fact... Uh, we sing to Mamma Mia. <laughs> well, you know what's interesting too, and I, 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 because I really wanted to give Rob the opportunity to do most of the talking. Um, yeah. But what I wish I'd gotten into that show was that when I was a little girl <clears throat> and I had my little birthday parties and stuff, I was so into ABBA. I mean, my parents had such great taste oh, in music, yeah. and I, as I've mentioned before on shows, we had vinyl everywhere. And so, for one birthday in particular, I don't quite recall how old I was, but I requested everybody to bring me ABBA albums, and I got. I got I got what was on my wish list <laughs> and it was awesome. awesome. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah, that's so- awesome. So let's let's uh, dabble in some of your additional uh, passions. Thank um, you. Sure. Yeah. Please tell me a little bit. We've talked we've talked briefly about this on the phone, you and I, about uh, the motorcycle fundraising campaign. Right. So you know, my friend has a motorcycle, and you know, he's been wanting me to get one, and I've always wanted one too. I had my motorcycle license a long time ago, and mm-hmm. I just never really, uh, you know. Never really got into it and stuff like that. And so I was kind of like, you know, uh, I'd really like to get one. And, and you know, because we're self-employed, you know, we, like, we're a family-run business. So uh, there's no there's no beefs about that. But we're a family-run business. There are certain luxuries that we can get and certain luxuries we can't. So my wife's saying, you know, why don't you put together, a, you know, a, a GoFundMe campaign for getting a motorcycle? Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I, as comfortable as that is and as fun as that sounds, I was like, oh, you know, I don't know. Uh, you know, cause I mean, first of all, you know, who does a GoFundMe campaign for themselves? I'm thinking to myself, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, and, and so 
I was like, you know, what do I want? Why do I want a motorcycle? What, what's the thing? And it's to be a part of a community again. Mm-hmm. You know, I bring mm-hmm. the motorcycle back to a community thing. And I wanted to get a gold wing because I love gold wings. So the idea behind it was that I would do a gold you don't, wing. You, you don't want a Vespa or a Lambretta? No. <laughs> I'd like a gold wing. That's oh, all. come on. I'm, I'm good. I'm, I'm good I, with I, the gold you wing. You know what just flashed? A scene, no offense, no disrespect. I just This scene from Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> <laughs> I <don't know. laughs> <laughs> I could go with that. That's okay. <laughs> yeah. So, uh. And by the way, how's your toenails? <laughs> the, oh, gosh. Well, that's so funny you say that. Why? Because I'm working on them. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I broke my toe years ago. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I broke my, my toes, my toe years ago during a baseball. And I had just uh, been taking this, uh, this product from It Works, uh, called, uh, Hair and Nails. And my nails are getting better. Well, that's great. So yeah, it's really good. But anyways, I, I digressed a bit because we're, we're. Well, that's my fault. Yeah, I've, I've, I've led you down that That's all right. Path. That's, that's all right. Uh, so here, you know, so I, and I realized that I really wanted to have the motorcycle to be part of a community, go out with the boys, my friends and, and do a thing. And, and then I started thinking, and I, all of a sudden I got inspired by, uh, these motorcycle clubs that go around and, and help kids out. You know, like the Hell's Angels go and do that. And I don't necessarily want to be a, a Hell's Angels kind of motorcycle rider. Uh, in fact, not? I don't really want to do that at all. <laughs> you know, and that's a whole other story. I got to tell you that sometime. Oh my gosh. Uh, okay. yeah, I was never involved, but somebody told somebody I was. So long story. Anyways, never mind. Yeah. Just be um, careful. I, I want to see your kneecap still intact. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Right. <laughs> so I bought a domain name some time ago called Gold Wings for Kids. Uh-huh. And what I thought of doing was, you know, putting together this motorcycle club of just gold wing riders. Mm-hmm. And once a month or something, or maybe once every three months, you get a bunch of gold wing riders that ride together, and we, we get these little pins called gold wings, mm-hmm. right? Like little pins that are made up, like, look like gold wings, not gold wings motorcycle, but gold angel wings type of right. thing, Right. And getting all these motorcycle riders together and going to the different uh, hospitals around, not just one hospital, but other hospitals that have kids, you know, and bringing these gold wings to them for being so brave in, when they're so sick. Fantastic. And giving them just, just giving them a little medal and saying, here you go, this is because you're so brave. And if they're able to, you know, maybe come down and take some pictures with the motorcycles, that kind of thing. You know, it was, it's something that I, I, I just, I feel like it's, it's evolving, but I don't know how, but I do have this GoFundMe campaign that's, that I've been doing to mm-hmm. try and buy a motorcycle to actually, at least get it started, you know? Well, we should talk about that behind the scenes because yeah. I love helping other people. And I mean, you never know who it is that other people actually know or connected to even second, third party. So we should talk about that because I think that's beautiful. Oh, thank you. Yeah. It's GoFundMe.com forward slash motorcycle for dad. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. So yeah, so far, you know, it's I got thirty. I've I've raised. I started it some time ago, and then I I stopped promoting it because I wasn't sure where I was really going with this. But I I've looked at it now. I was like, oh yeah, no, this is what I want to do, and I want to kind of do this as a side thing. And I bought the domain name Gold Wings for Kids. I haven't done anything with it yet. So, mm-hmm. um, but I've got two hundred eighty five dollars of a thirty five hundred dollar request. <laughs> Well, it's a start. It's a start. Yeah, it's a start. Sorry, so, anyways, start yeah. So that's my that's my that's one of my little things that I like to do. And of course, you know, I'm into photography as well. I my wife bought me this great camera for my birthday, uh, or for was it Christmas? I can't remember now. 
Um, she's probably going to come in here and slap me. It's Christmas. Yeah. Anyways, uh, so I love doing photography as well. So I kind of wanted to be able to incorporate a little bit of that mm-hmm. with the with the. I mean, I got this idea in my head, and I just haven't written it down yet. You know. Do people do selfies with Nikon's or Canons these days? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing, right? <laughs> How am I going to do a selfie? That's a pretty things big selfie stick you got there, right? Yeah. Yeah, things yeah. have changed. I, and before I go on to my next thing, I just yeah. wanted to let you know that uh, Rob responded and said, please tell Cameron I listened to Harlequin all morning. Happy face. Oh, yeah. Yeah, superstitious feeling. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I see. I know that. I love that. <laughs> one of my favorites. Yeah, one of my favorites. Awesome. Because I interviewed James, I I interviewed Ralph James uh, when I was a kid. Uh, growing up in Winnipeg, they had this uh, radio station on the telephone, mm-hmm. and they had DJs that would play music, and you dial in to the tele dial into the telephone line, and you could listen in on a telephone. <laughs> <laughs> and I interviewed Ralph James of Harlequin way back when, and so cool. we, we talked about that. Yeah, it was my first. I didn't know what I was doing. I was like, hey, you're Ralph James. This is cool, man. How are you doing? You know. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyways, it was, yeah, it was fun. I mean, I okay, think so I was 15 years old or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> it's amazing how times have changed, eh? Right, right. Crazy. <laughs> so I, I'd like to, I'm interested a little bit too in finding out a little bit more about some of your other passions, but not even just passions, just any gifts that you possess, such as the esoteric well, thanks. Now, my website, Cameron Steele. Did you know I was going to ask you that? Was that I, a premonition? I, I had a feeling you were going to ask I me had that. A feeling. Uh, exactly, exactly. <laughs> so, <laughs> singer, so, I am not. Well, you're doing pretty good with me there. <laughs> Sing away. Uh, you know, there's no such thing as a bad singer. That's true. You know, you just have to find the right. You just have to find the right key for your voice. Yeah. That's well, my daughter. I, I, anyway. Well, that's another story, but I'm, I'm looking also into getting uh, my daughter uh, a singing coach. She sings 24-7, so we have to do something with that. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I think that anybody who who goes out and does some singing, bad or, bad or good, I mean, that takes a lot of courage and a lot of guts to get on stage and just start singing. I mean, Absolutely. you know, you got to think about that because your mouth is wide open. You've got funny faces going on. <laughs> maybe like, you're drooling a little bit. Maybe you're drooling a little bit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Maybe you got the hiccups or something. Right? <laughs> so, you know? Anyways, in yeah. Fact, in fact, I'm setting my intentions to uh, see if I can qualify for being a candidate on The Voice. That's where I'm going. Oh, yeah. See, there you oh, go. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Say hi to our friends. Uh, so, yeah, so you asked me about my esoteric stuff. So yes. I have a website, camerasteel.com, and under there is the services, and um, one of the, you know, I've always been a very, um, intuitive person in my life. In fact, my mom was reading when she was pregnant with me, uh, she was reading Emmett Fox. Wow. Yeah. And she actually wanted to be a nun after I was born. <laughs> really? So, yeah. Comes, come along and sound of music, you know? Um, and so it was interesting because, you know, I'd always seen energy and seen things and, uh, but I put it off for such a long time and I separated myself. In fact, I, I, you know, I realized what I had done in my, in my youth was I really separated myself from that and from friends because I thought friends would think I'm crazy. But mm-hmm. as it turns out, some of the friends I'm talking to now, oh man, I didn't know that you could do that. Yeah, I could do it way back when. It's like, oh, you should have said something, you know? Uh, right. right. So I, it was a little bit of fear going on, of course, but. I do a few th- a few different things. I uh with my intuitiveness uh and you know I talk to the other side. 
Mm-hmm. Um, it's called Breaking Through the Other Side, Spiritual Midwifery uh, for a Passing Soul. So what happens if people have someone that's crossed over or not crossed over and is in a holistic uh, or in a, is in a hospice care and they know they're going and they're, maybe they're unconscious, I can communicate with their consciousness at times Wonderful. and give information that might be pertinent to what's going on. Um, you know, or if they're passed on, I can communicate with the other side doing mediumship work. Mm-hmm. Um, I also work on relationships with people, whatever the relationship is. And if it's a relationship with yourself, uh, work on identifying blocks. And what I do with that is then create a, a program for that individual, an individual program for that person to help them remove the blocks. That's specif- specifically for them. You know, you could, you could, uh, there's many, it's like a, it's like anything else. You could have a block. And it's there, and you know it's there, but how do you get through that block? How do you remove the block? Mm-hmm. You know, you're an individual person. You're unique. So your block is also unique. Mm-hmm. You know, your block isn't like anybody else's. You you could have the same fear that someone else does, but the but what they do to remove the fear may not work for you. So I help you find something that's going to work for you and X-lax. with your consciousness. x Yeah, x works really well. Uh, so work on that. <laughs> and then red carpet oh, breakthrough. That's That's all right. You, you are being perfect. Um, then of course we do what called, they do what's called revealing your inner celebrity. If you're really wanting to put yourself out there and you're afraid, we work through that. And then mm-hmm. of course, if you're an entrepreneur, I work with you on your business and identifying what we, what you can do to, to excel your business into another level. Well, that's great. Yeah, so it's all—it's mostly just energetic work that we're working on, but it's also very practical work we're doing as well. And and so along the lines of talking about this, not to put you on the spot, yeah. you know, not to be contrived, but do you get any reading from me? Uh, sure, I can do that. Let me uh, just—I uh, knew you were going to ask me, so I was ready for you. Gee, so you're the psychic. first thing I'm going to say to you is uh, first thing I want to say. Um, let me just see who you've got hanging around the other side first. <sighs> You know, I don't know. Um, I, you know, I brought up the name Ralph James, of course, but mm-hmm. the the name that sticks out for you uh, of of someone on the other side is Ralph, actually. Well, uh, there are a lot of people who've died that made me throw up. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's Wolf. <laughs> wolf. I'll wolf him out. You know, uh, is the name Ralph or something similar to that name that sticks out? Because now it's, it feels like. It feels like an uncle to me, like an Uncle Ralph, but I don't know. Ralph is not a name that's, that's very common. Right. So, you know, you may not, it may not be pertinent right now. It may be another, it may be a relative of your dad's or of your mom's. You know what I mean? Right. But it's, it's something, it's, it's like an uncle energy that's on the other side that kind of, kind of is just hanging around you, waiting for you to make your next move. And that's what I want to move on to with you is because, you know, I feel like, I, I feel like most of the time you're a very grounded person, Lisa. You're very grounded in what you do. Mm-hmm. But I also feel like you're moving forward with something to prove. Hmm. Do you know what I mean? Uh, feel free to elaborate. Okay. So in that sense, you know, we often move forward in life because we want to prove something to somebody or we want to prove something to ourselves, which is fine. 
but it also affects our decisions if we're if we're if we're making decisions because we want to prove something to someone or to or to ourselves. We're making decisions based on that rather than based on what our heart is saying. Well, that's interesting. You know what I mean? Yeah, and so I find I that feel, you know I'll I'll certainly process and reflect upon that because I you know I I'm open and receptive to anything anybody right. has to say, particularly people I respect and trust. Um, right. For me, though, what I think I've been consistent with in my message and how I've executed the last, particularly last couple years of my life, which Mm -hmm. I believe is authentically honoring myself, is, you know, when I've intuitively or energetically come upon something that really strongly resonates with me, and I've said this probably on my first show, Mm -hmm. which was about living a life, um, you know, being fearless. Right. And, And so, you know... I do, uh, admittedly, in my past, you know, uh, probably made a lot of decisions based on uh, trying to please other people. Mm-hmm. And, you know, although I, I loved a lot of what I did when I endeavored upon those things, I also knew, you know, like I was very much into sports. I did uh, competitive swimming. Yep. I used to swim with Joy Millar, who went on to the Olympics. Um, you know, I've done a lot of great things mm-hmm. in my life, which I can honestly say for the most part, I'd like to thank um being truthful with myself first and foremost is that they were decisions that I, I, I really felt were right for me. I mean, mm-hmm. I've made a lot of wrong decisions and I've mm-hmm. learned a lot of valuable lessons as a result of that. But mm-hmm. I think because of circumstances that have taken place with me primarily in the last five years, uh, I've gotten very clear on what I want to do with mm-hmm. my life mm-hmm. and honoring myself and doing it a lot motivated by my children and what I deem mm-hmm. to be in us as a, a three unit yeah. best interest. And so, um, and I'm hardcore. Like yeah. I, you know, and, and maybe that's, maybe that's what's coming across and perhaps being a little bit misconstrued, if not by you, by other people. Well, and, um, and don't say, but I, I, I'm hardcore and I'm, I'm a marketing machine. Right. Because I have to be. And I don't want you to take that the wrong way that you're, no, that you're acting on proving, a, trying to absolutely. prove something to someone else because no, that's no, not no. a bad thing. I, no. I just think that's one of your driving, that's one of your, your, that's, that's one of the things that may be driving you, which is great. If that's the case, it's fine. But mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm just pointing out that energetically, this is what's going on. And I'm feeling like, you know, when you ask about what yourself is about, mm-hmm. um, you know, I'm always asking the question, okay, well, let's see what's blocking her from, from even more success or what's moving or, or creating even more for herself because you're already pretty successful in my eyes and energetically. You know, people feel that way about you, and you feel that way about yourself. So mm-hmm. I always look for what's the next step, and and what what's driving you. And I and when I when I ask that question of what's driving you, it's okay. She's got something to prove. That's really a good way of going, and that's mm-hmm. great. But now, what's the block to make her go to the next level? And I and I get a sense that the the from the from this perspective, that the thing that's preventing you from moving to the next level is is the thing that's driving you. Do you know what I mean? You mean my strength is my weakness somehow? Your strength is your weakness somehow. Okay. And I, and I think that there has to be a point of of balance between your strength and your weakness because I think somehow I feel like you're denying your weakness, not to the point of like not just, you know, I'm not dealing with that weakness, but to the point of just even acknowledging that the weakness is there. Okay. You know, and acknowledging that the weakness is there, you go, I, I got the weakness there, so now I'm going to adjust because I embrace that weakness and I know what my weakness is, and now 
that I've embraced it, I can actually take another step up forward. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, and that's uh, interesting. And certainly when, you know, Bart puts the podcast up, I'm, I'm going to re-listen to this and take what, you know, take some stock into what you're saying. Yeah. Um, you know, so that's interesting. And, you know, maybe, maybe what it is is I've been in denial. I'm not, I'm not really meant to do radio. So maybe I'm done here. <laughs> you know, and, and that may be, but I hope not. <laughs> well, maybe, I, maybe I thought I was meant to do radio, and I just really suck at this. And uh, you know, and, well, and yeah, I, you do. You know, I mean, really, I mean, you know. <laughs> you know what? Oh my you, just gosh. Call, you just call me out of my block. I I just need to hang up the headphones. Man. <laughs> Yeah, just go jump off a cliff into the ocean, why don't you? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> you must yeah. well just get it over with now, Lisa. Come on. <laughs> oh, this is hilarious. You just never know where these shows are going. Well, it's true. It's true, you know. I uh, love it. I love I, it. No, I, but I, I, love I appreciate that, and mm-hmm. I will definitely, you know, because I'm all about taking inventory, yeah. and I'm all about being honest and yeah. cutting through the layers. And uh, well, you know, but, uh, and, and you know, I think, and I, I, this isn't about me, and we don't have a lot of time left here. No. But you know, for me, I think you know, perceivably, people see like, God, she's going like gangbusters. But for me, I just feel like I've got. Because I've, I've really honed in on what it is I feel I'm meant to do, uh-huh. I feel like I've lost some traction before getting to this point. So maybe it's me. I feel like I've got to reclaim some lost time. But but then I also – that kind of doesn't make sense for me who I am either because I also believe things happen. Timing is everything, and I don't know that my journey would be what it is today if everything was contrived or, the, or you know, mapped out the way I, I right. would have maybe done it before. So I, I don't know. i got to really think about that, but that's interesting. Well, you know, what? it may ring true for you, and it may not ring true, and I, I've got no attachments to what I say because, I, it, you know, I, I only hope that what I say makes sense for somebody, and if it doesn't, then, you know, Oh, well, right. Sorry. Then they're then they're in denial. Yeah. Right. Then they're in denial because what I say <laughs> is the truth. That's it. That's right. It's gospel. It's be in you know, as my dad said, uh, whenever the weather went bad, he says, "I spoke to Dad yesterday, and everything's going to be okay." And I said, "Who's your dad?" He says, "God. God's my dad." I went, "Oh, okay. Well, that's good." Right. I don't know what has to do with anything, but you mentioned God. Well, so I was like, what I got you. out of that is, you know, that's the one job that you can be wrong 99% of the time and, and still, you know, have a job is being a meteorologist with the weather. Well, that's right. That's right. I can always They're be a meteorologist. They're pretty lucky, those folks. Because it doesn't matter what I say. The weather will make its own mind up. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> okay, so, so we've got one minute to wrap up. Where Thank can you. Find you. Where can people find you, Cameron? Well, they can find me certainly at ctrnetwork.com. Okay. Uh, they can also find me at CameronSteel.com, and they can find out about myself and my wife and our show together and what we do together at CameronAndLucia.com. Fantastic. Yeah. So, Fantastic. Thank you so much for having me on. It's been an oh, absolute pleasure you, to, have, to be there. And I just there. want to say again to everybody, it's, you know, I, I owe this man a lot of uh, appreciation as well as Lucia, yeah. your life partner. And, you can see uh, me now. Yeah. Okay, so 30 seconds. This is Lisa McDonald. I can be found at my website, lisamcdonaldauthor.com. McDonald is M C. 
D-O-N-A-L-D. This is Carpe Diem. I really appreciate you spending some time with me this lovely Friday morning. Hope everybody has a great weekend and hope to uh, touch back with all of you next Friday. Thanks, Cameron. Thanks, Barb. You've been listening to Carpe Diem with your host, Lisa McDonald. For more information, please go to Lisa's website at lisamcdonaldauthor.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.